Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson On Demand. Breaking news, no discipline for Kevin Sheveldayoff as per TSN. It's important to figure out and get this right. You know, why rush it now? Let's make sure we get it right. The easy thing to do is just to light the house on fire and anybody in the organization is done. Coach is ultimately responsible for the players in that locker room. He ultimately feels some responsibility, and uh, here we are today. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Welcome to Hour 2 of the RP Show. We are having a great time. Mm-hmm. We're broadcasting from the NHL's Bermuda Triangle, don't you know? And I'm loath to say there were snowflakes in the air today. <sighs> what a tick off that is. There was, yes. <clears throat> it did happen. Um, there's been breaking news, which we'll get to a lot of it uh, here in this second uh, hour, right in this segment right here. I want to... Welcome you all in for this coffee session. Thanks for joining us. It's International Goalie Day. That's the most important thing that we're talking about today. First ever International Goalie Day. Give the goalie in your life a hug or buy them something. And we're asking our viewers, what is your favorite? Who is your favorite goalie? For me, it's my, it's my dad. Have you still got that photo? Uh, Clark, is it handy? This is my dad and I when I was six years old. That was him playing senior hockey. See, he is a southpaw. Notice that? Caught with the right? Wow. And that's a photo that was displayed proudly in our living room for years and years and years at the farm. Look at that glove. Which one? Mine or his? His. On the right hand. You should see his mask. What are you catching with that? Oh, my. He, he, man, it was the size of his hand. (laughs) It was very fast. Yeah. My brother, Lee, is probably watching right now. Lee has my dad's mask, fiberglass mask up, displayed in his house. That's really cool. It's pretty cool. Yeah. So anyways, who's your favorite goalie? That's what we're asking you. Um, and we'll get, there's some football stuff, obviously, that's come up, some breaking news, some stuff coming out of week 13 in the CFL this weekend that people want to talk about. James in Border, Manitoba says, itchy, scratchy, Rick Tabaracci. <laughs> I think he's before your time, isn't he? No? Rick Tabaracci? Rick Tabaracci. I remember the name. I, I, I literally don't remember where he came from. If there's one goalie I'm surprised that hasn't been brought up at least once, it's Kirk McLean. Mm-hmm. They really love him on the West Coast. He was great for a long time, and he was a goaltender that trans, transcended not just Canucks fandom, but he was pretty popular across the country, I thought. Mm-hmm. Leanne's watching, and she says, Hey, guys, every day you read the same people's texts more than once, sometimes up to three times. I understand showing the love for a cousin, but Jeff, the Stamps fan, might as well be a staffer. Why ask for fan input when it's a chosen few? I don't know, Leanne. I've never, never seen you write in at all. I would love if more people wrote in, but you got, they're the ones that are commenting. There are P1s, right? That's right. And she's all upset. There are P1s. They're going to be joining the fan club. What do you want me to do? (laughs) 
Uh, I can't. S. Crooch on YouTube says, Arteris Urbe. Who would have thought that Arteris Urbe would have as much love as he's had? I know. I know. He wasn't that good. I also kind of had a soft spot at one time for Olaf Kolzik, too, in Washington. Ole the goalie. Yeah. Chris Bird in Toronto. Well, King City, Ontario says Eddie Belfour. Eddie the Eagle. I could devolve into story time here. That a couple years ago, uh, remember that Kinsman dinner? You were there. Yes. It was one of the greatest nights of my life. Themed sports banquet in Saskatoon. It's the biggest in the province. Huge. Mm-hmm. And it was a goalie theme. Eddie Belfour, Martin Broder, Grant Fear, Bernie Perrant, and uh, the goal, Mr. Goalie, Glenn Hall. And sat down and talked with Eddie the Eagle. And, uh, yeah, he remembered my dad from the Dallas days. One of Stanley Cup together. There were others that have written in about Rogie Vashon. You wouldn't remember him. I know way, the name, Way but before I don't. your time. Yeah. L.A. Kings. Los Angeles Kings. And one more from Norway. Trent's watching. Norway calling. Great to see the Riders clinch a playoff spot. The World Series could go the distance, as I said at the start. Will the Canadians ever win a game? Stay well, everyone. I'm glad that you brought that up about the Canadians. I'll get to that in a second. Randolph in Ontario says, actually, I think Roddy spreads spreads it around pretty good. Oh, I'm okay with people complaining and whining. I just, I tune it out. Trust me, I don't even listen to it anymore. I'm so tired of it. Here's the breaking news of which we speak. From the NHL, the Montreal Canadiens sent Cole Caulfield to their American Hockey League affiliate in Laval today in hopes the promising forward can rediscover his scoring touch. The 20-year-old Caulfield has just one assist through 10 games for the Canadiens who are off to a dismal 2-8 start. Meanwhile, the Chicago Blackhawks announced forward Patrick Kane has been removed from the NHL's COVID-19 protocol. Assistant coaches Thomas Mattel and Matt Meacham have also left the protocol. The move means Kane's cleared to play when Chicago tries for its first win of the season tonight against the Ottawa Senators. And from the football world, recently acquired quarterback Nick Arbuckle has signed a one-year contract extension with the Edmonton Elks. He was acquired from the Argos last week. And in the NFL, the Denver Broncos have traded 10-time Pro Bowl defensive end Vaughn Miller to the Los Angeles Rams. It was for two draft choices, Moose. Do you remember, or did we know what rounds they were in? Day two. Day two of the draft. So we're thinking that's your second and third round draft picks, potentially. Um, that's what I'm, I'm hearing right now. Also, when it comes to Von Miller and uh, the Broncos, $9.7 million owing on that deal. The Broncos are going to retain and pick up $9 million of that contract. So they're paying... Essentially $9 million to get two draft picks. Two mid-round draft picks. Gotcha. So. And if I can, I just saw the report um, while I was surfing on the always refreshing for Derrick Henry news to see the results of that MRI. Ian Rappaport saying that apparently the Titans are going to work out Adrian Peterson this week. How about that? How do we feel about that? <laughs> well, on the surface, Titans fans will be like, yes. 
replacing Derrick Henry with Adrian. No, you're not. You're not replacing Derrick Henry with like six or seven years ago, Adrian Peterson. Right. So let's all remember that. Sounds nice on paper, but nobody's Derrick Henry. Because we don't do it often. I'm reading more comments than ever. Who is your favorite goalie in history as we celebrate International Goalie Day today? Alex Dick writes in and says, Clint Malarchuk. Met him in Regina a few years ago. Chatted for almost two hours. What a guy. Clint is something. Google him. He's the one that got his throat slit in a game in the 80s and survived. Good friend of mine. Now making his home in Reno, Nevada. Troy Duro says, Mika Kiprasov, best Flames goalie of all time. Says who? Didn't win a cup. Mike Vernon did. Mic drop. For Mike Vernon, not me. From the 403, he says, I got you on my big screen. The thumb looks nasty in HD. <laughs> Sorry. Deb and Trana. Should have seen it last night. Deb and Trana, her favorite goalies of all time, Felix the Cat and Cujo. I did a banquet one night in Weyburn, Saskatchewan with uh, Cujo and Corey Sheets, of all people. And I'll never forget, I was telling this story recently. Cujo got up to speak and I heard this rattling. And I'm like, what the is it? Cujo was so nervous, he was rattling the podium as no he way. spoke. I'm like, you're Curtis Joseph. You should be able to say whatever you want. He's been played in front of 20,000 people multiple times, played in the Olympics. Scared as hell to talk to 300 people in the Weyburn McKenna Hall. How about that? That's pretty cool. <laughs> um, from the 696 High Rod, speaking of goalies, Ken Scoop McCabe of the Indian Head Chiefs. Hey, listen, we said we will take rec hockey goalies, right, Moose? Oh, yeah. Why not? My dad was one. Yeah. We really got something going here. From the 230 rider guy here in Hockey North Country, Glenn Hall, of course. That son of a gun played over 500 straight games in the NHL without a mask. Think about it. I know. Unreal. When we did that dinner in Saskatoon, Glenn Hall got on stage. Mr. Goalie, as they call him. And he looked around at Fuhr, Brodeur, Perrant, Belfort. Remember what he said? He said, I forgot how ugly you guys are. (laughs) (laughs) Brought the house house down. Uh, They're all pretty funny. From Jay Bockhout in... uh, Vancouver, he says, Rick Wamsley. Remember Wammer? Mm-hmm. Mm. Hey, it's 11-11. 1-11 in the East. Um, Troy goes on to say, Haha, I love Mike Vernon, but Kiprasov carried a lot of brutal Flames teams. Plus, everyone knows the Flames were robbed in 2004. I suggest you get over it. And as they say, uh, the ring is the thing. That's it. I'm sorry. 
Am I wrong on that? I mean, a lot of great goalies that never won a cup. Sure. You know, all times would be one. Laters, Hasek, well, Hasek won. Didn't he not win in Detroit? I don't think so. Did he, Clark? Detroit. Let me check the big board. Check the big board. Roberto Luongo's another one. Up near the all-time wins record. Long time. Great goaltender. Hall of Fame career. No Stanley Cup. Ah, he won twice in Detroit. I'm De- sorry. Detroit. My bad. Um, but that's the whole brand of the Red Wings, though. All you can see, and in my mind, Chris Osgood winning in Detroit. I don't see Hasek winning in Ew. Detroit, but he did. Completely forgot about yeah. that. Um, so, yeah, but the Cups. The Cups matter for sure. That's why I would put Vernon ahead of Kiprasov, but I get it. A lot of great years. Mika Kiprasov was good for a long time. Uh, from Jim Wagner on the Prairie Mobile text line, he says, Good day, RP crew. Happy goalie day. Absolutely favorite goalie is Ron Hextall. Used to love Mike Leute, too, when he was in Hartford. Have a good day, all. This is exactly what we want. We are giving love and recognition to goaltenders. The gentleman that wrote in here earlier about, um, oh, hang on, JR's from Toronto. He's at Game Plus. Hey, Rod, I'm still a fan of Eddie the Eagle. Also, what a great Sunday nighter. Looking forward to your take on the play of the backup quarterbacks this week. It was kind of the day. Well, who's the guy with the Jets? It was Michael White. Mm-hmm. He was unbelievable for the Jets, who beat the Bengals. Trevor Simeon in New Orleans. Wow. Oh. Geno Smith with the uh, Seahawks. And then your boy, Cooper Rush in Dallas. It was every week in the NFL seems to have something interesting going on Mm -hmm. whether it was trick plays one week big plays another the backup quarterbacks I put up that poll question last night uh, a couple hours before the Dallas Vikings game you saw it right I said the Cowboys will win tonight by a one to ten points b 11 to 20 points c 21 or more points or they'll lose at that point we didn't know whether Dak Prescott was going to play or not yeah and I actually thought he was they hadn't played for two weeks. They had a bye last week. And then they named Cooper Rush the starter, and I was not as confident, but let's be honest, they were playing Minnesota. Those guys can't get out of their own way. I know. They are in every single game they're in, they play in. They can compete with every team in the National Football League, but they can't win the football games. Three and four now in the season. Like, Kirk Cousins is good enough to compete with against any quarterback in the NFL, but he's not good enough to beat them. That's the part that's tough. It's not like they're getting shelled every game. It's not like, you know, they're not putting up numbers or playing, you know, well. They just can't win. You got to win. Sean McCormick from Game Plus watching. I like how all the staff in downtown Toronto is chiming in, and they're part of what we're doing here. Sean says, Vaughn Miller to the Rams as we covered earlier, and he says, uh, Mike Vrabel says Derrick Henry will undergo surgery tomorrow, all per Adam Schefter. Derrick Henry, the straw that stirs the brink for Darren's Tennessee Titans. We, you know, we covered this an hour ago. Darren's despondent. You really looked upset over this Derrick Henry news, and mm-hmm. so they're working out Adrian Peterson. But listen, the trade deadline is passed, right? And tomorrow. It's tomorrow? Yeah. So, well, clearly it hasn't passed because they just made a trade today. But the L.A. Rams are 7-1. and one. They were already regarded as the best defense in the National Football League, and now they add Vaughn Miller? 
Well, could you imagine back-to-back years where the Super Bowl is the home team plays? I know. That used to be a CFL thing only. <laughs> right. And now it's happening in the NFL. Um, no, I could absolutely see it. The NFC, more than any other year, is a real battle. I mean, Arizona was undefeated. But you look at Arizona, you look at Dallas, you look at L.A. now, Tampa, New Orleans is in that conversation. Green Bay is definitely in that conversation. That's six teams right there that all have really legitimate Super Bowl aspirations and are all very capable of getting to the Super Bowl. That's a very, very tough side of the coin. I mean, the AFC is good too, but, I mean, you've got six teams that are all right there within a whisker of each other, and now L.A. just made a big splash. So what are you thinking if you're one of those other five teams? We'll continue the discussion rolling in the next segment, and we will be joined later on here in hour two by Mike McKenna, former Arizona Coyote, Philly Flyer, Dallas Star, Blue Jacket, Devil and Lightning. Here on International Goalie Day, you're watching the RP Show on the Game Plus TV Network, YouTube and Facebook Live and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Laid back and kicking it. Let's head back to the studio. Here's Rod. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, Happy International Goalie Day. Asking you who your favorite goalie was for me is my dad. For Moose, it was Felix Potvin. And before we continue with some of the breaking news of the day and more of your viewer comments, and uh, for those that are upset on the comments section, go have a nap, go for a walk, but keep your negativity out of here, okay? Cool. Today is November 1st as well, Moose, Mm -hmm. and we're starting the Bet Regal Build Your Bank Challenge today. We gave you the weekend to fiddle around at betregal.net. Get used to the, the system of betting there for free with Bet Regal points. And today it officially starts. We're giving away with Bet Regal a pair of tickets to the Grey Cup in Hamilton next month. It's quite simple. To the user who builds the biggest bank, the most Bet Regal points. Think of it like cash, but it's not. You're playing with points over this month of November. And a lot of people signed up over the weekend. We got a whole month to do it, but the sooner you sign up, the sooner you get a chance to start building your bank. See it? Get the idea? And you can bet on anything. In a minute, I'm going to talk about what tonight's games are in the world of sports. But, Darren, your thoughts on Build the Bank. What do people need to know? Uh, It's super easy. Just use the links that we've provided. It's here in the chat. It's on social media. It's up on the screen right now for those watching on television. Um, Go to that link and sign up. That's it. And then start building your bank. That's it. Have some fun. Make some fun bets. You have 1,000 free Bet Regal points to play with. That's uh, where you sign up right there. Super easy. BetRegal.net. Click on that link, and away you go through the show, and, and you're in. That's it. Start playing around. Have some fun. Super easy. Sign up quick. You've got all week to sign up, and uh, the contest runs through the month of November, and you can go to the Grey Cup. Do it. Like I say, you don't just have to bet on the CFL because I'm looking at Monday night football tonight. If you really care when people say what's wrong with the Chiefs, whether they're three and four, mm-hmm. 
Tune in tonight to Monday Night Football. It's the last for those of us here in the NHL's Bermuda Triangle that it starts at 6.20 p.m. I know. Because next week it'll start at 7.20 p.m. with the time change. Getting late. So analyze for yourself what's wrong with the Kansas City Chiefs tonight on Monday Night Football. And then in the National Hockey League, there are only three tonight. Washington Capitals at the Tampa Bay Lightning, Ottawa Senators at the Chicago Blackhawks, and the Seattle Kraken at the Edmonton Oilers. Jordan Eberle's return. I would think the luster's off that a little bit for Ebbs' returning. Yeah. Maybe not. I don't know. No, I mean, it was. now it's another city removed. Um, the luster's off. But it is cool to watch him come back there for sure because he really got things started in Edmonton. But he had a heck of a goal on the weekend. That backhand shot on, you know, right over the shoulder of Shesterkin um, was awesome. Everly's playing at a high level. I think he's got points in five straight. So it'll be fun to watch him against Edmonton. Just when we thought Seattle was playing like an expansion team, they go out and start spanking teams. So that's been an interesting start to the NHL season. We're asking you who your favorite goalie is here on International Goalie Day. From the 248, Jerry Cheevers with his face mask. And, of course, he was the guy with the white mask with all the black stitches painted all over it. He was Don Cherry's goalie in Boston. This text line is very busy today. 306-551. Sorry, 306-840-8770. This is 541. And I got another one from the 204, Manitoba. Phil Thompson. He says, happy International Goalie Day. My favorite goalie was Mike Richter. From the New York Rangers. Side note, not sure why, but for whatever reason, while playing Madden 22 online, whether it's a touchdown, an interception, or a quarterback sack, I respond with, Bob's your uncle. (laughs) Bob's your uncle. It's starting. It's starting. (laughs) Can you imagine the guy's got the headset on? All right, I'm just going to run this play here. My guy's going to do that. He's going to get to your quarterback. You're going to go down. We're going to get the ball and score, and Bob's your uncle. Bob's your uncle. (laughs) Uh, Brady in Saskatoon watching says, Hey, Rod, I believe it would be very beneficial for the Habs if they swapped their NHL team for the AHL team. Can't get much worse, right? With fans like this, who needs enemies, Moose? And he says, Gino laid a spanking on Stanky Lawrence, that Jags team is trash. Anybody would beat the Jacksonville Jaguars. So don't get too high and mighty on uh, Seattle cleaning their clocks. Mandy had written in earlier about asking how we feel about the new camera angles of these NFL games. And I haven't noticed if it's in the NHL or not, and it doesn't matter. You know the one that I'm talking about. It looks like a video game. It's like portrait on your phone. Yeah, blurry where the background. Up, where the up front, it's all in focus, the player, and then the background's all murky and blurry. I don't like it. Now, in the past, the old me would have made a joke and said, if you go into blank, insert here, I don't want to see the crowd because they're so ugly. But I won't say that. I want to see the crowd. I know. And you can't. It's like a video game. They're calling it 8G, I think. I don't know. You TV people, tell us what it is. Maybe you guys know in the back what it is. 8K. Sorry. Not my thing. I don't like it. It doesn't look good. It's 
I mean, it looks really good, but it looks too good. And it's, it's too much of a shock because we don't have any con- you know, consistency throughout the show. It's in the CFL games now, too, on the sideline camera after they score a touchdown. Um, as the CFL is now you know, mirroring what the NFL is doing in, in terms of those broadcasts, TSN is. Um, it's just, it shocks you because it's so weird. It's not seamless. It's not comfortable to view. It looks good once you, like when you get a look at it, but it's, it doesn't feel good, if that makes sense. The picture's sharp and they look really great and all that, but it just feels out of place and it's, it's awkward. It's awkwardly in, introduced into the show. So I don't know how you do it seamlessly or better or what, but you want to see the fans. Absolutely. Because then those players score the touchdown and then go over to the fans and the fans aren't in focus. And it's, it's, it's just a little awkward for me. Earl James watching on YouTube says, not a new angle, just a higher aperture. I don't even know what that is. I just wonder if they'll go back to the old way and realize they flubbed this or out of spite and ego, they'll keep cramming this down our throat. The CFL's doing it now yeah. on TSN. Oh, the NFL's doing it, so we got to do it. I don't like that thinking. Adam Ridioff watching in Hamilton, Ontario says, I've never been a hockey guy. The only game I've ever paid to see was the Hamilton Bulldogs when they won the Calder Cup with Carey Price in net. Was glued to last year's playoffs. Price is my guy. Here he is right here. Carey Price adorning our desk today on International Goalie Day. William May is watching in Lloydminster, Canada's only border city. He says, uh, Rod, question, what is FLA hockey? Really? It's Florida hockey. And this is the Panthers logo. Yeah. Is it that magnanimous? I mean, if you're... If that's a word, I don't know what that is. I guess the poppy's kind of on the corner of the logo. So maybe if you don't see the logo, FLA Hockey, you wonder what that is, a brand. But if you're not familiar, it's, it's for the Florida Panthers. It's Florida Hockey. Yeah. Are they so under the radar that nobody knows what Florida Hockey is or what their logo looks like? Really? That might not even be Williams' fault in Lloyd. Yeah. Uh, By the way, Clark has made contact with the mothership that is the Florida Panthers, America's team. And you can start to expect getting Florida Panthers players, executive and alum on this program starting ASAP. Mandy, we got you. She says, my dad doesn't like the 8K. Old school fans probably don't either. For me, I thought I was high without drugs. And it was a it was a bit distracting at first, How about but cool. That? Mandy's entertaining because <laughs> th- there was a little war erupt in the comments section here about me reading so- certain people's comments too much, and it's just I don't have time for that. If you don't like how I do it, don't watch. Please leave. And Clark, as he was zipping back and forth here in the break, said, "Be entertaining, and you'll get your comments read. It's not that hard." You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And Mandy's entertaining. I gotta say it. <laughs> Dayton Greenway is watching on YouTube, and he says, "Morning RP show. Loved the episode on Friday. As I'm a welder from Swift Current, 
absolutely died laughing at Rod's dress code for the barn in Swift Current. Love the show, guys. I appreciate you listening to the podcast later on through the weekend. And for those that missed it, the coaches of the teams for which I worked always used to laugh because I would, the nicer the rink, the better I'd dress. So we would be going into, say, Pacific Coliseum in Vancouver, and I would have like a three-piece suit on. Oh, the, oh, we must be going to a nice rink. Roddy's all dressed up. They would always say, right? And, but in Swift Current, Moose Jaw, Brandon, I would wear like old clothes, like old suits. <laughs> I wore jeans one time, believe it or not. And the guys were ribbing me, and I'm like, I can't. I get something caught on a nail. I got to climb a damn ladder in Swift Current, okay? <laughs> you got to climb a rusty ladder to get up into the press box to call the game. Right. Sling your gear up and then climb up. Uh, you, have no, you have no idea. And um, you know, now today's suits, that you could do yoga in suits now, like the most expensive ones, right? Mm-hmm. You climb. It's unreal. Sometimes I mix in Lululemon pants with my suit coats and you don't even know. Because it's so stretchy, right? And right. those suits are too. But back then they weren't, right? So you'd, you'd go to clock, rip! You rip the crotch in your suit. You try to climb the... And then you get up there, you're looking at... Dunk! <laughs> right into the beam that went across in front of the press box. I know. I was saying to... Uh, to was it you? Or somebody on Sunday, I was like... This is the best gig what I got now <clears throat> until I head on the road again. But for now, calling these Pats games on television, God's team, they're all home games, right? I don't got to travel. Yeah. And I said to Moose, if I spent the rest of my life in the Western Hockey League, it would be fine if only I could fly. I cannot stand the bus. I hate it. Won't do it. But if I could fly, I'd be down. That'd be cool. Yeah. But unfortunately, we can't. So here we are. Now, there have been games that the owners have flown, but it's just not all, it's not all the time. Right. We're asking on this International Goalie Day, who's your favorite goalie? TD. TD. I like that name. Watching on YouTube says, my favorite goalies are Max Paddock and Hendrik Lundqvist. That's quite the... Uh, yeah. Range. That's quite the range right there. That is right quite there. the range. Mm. Mandy says, thanks, Rod. Love you in the show. Thanks, Mandy. I appreciate it. I had to get you in there. Why are we talking about Dennis Sobchuk? He was a forward. Not, not on International Goalie Day. This is a day about us. I'm not really we sure. We never ever get another day at all. Huh? Yeah, I'm not sure why Sobchuk's in there. <laughs> That's just random. Why are we talking about Sabi? Very random. Anyways, just before we break, I'm going to do this sports update uh, now. Breaking news from this Monday. A person with knowledge of the deal tells the Associated Press that the Denver Broncos are trading star linebacker Vaughn Miller, the franchise's career sacks leader, and Super Bowl 50 MVP to the LA Rams for two 2022 draft picks. Meanwhile, Calgary Flames goaltender Jacob Markstrom, Ottawa Senators right winger Drake Batherson, and Tampa Bay Lightning left winger Alex Kalorn are the NHL's three stars for the week ending October 31st. And recently acquired quarterback Nick Arbuckle has signed a one-year contract extension with the Edmonton Elks. 
The deal announced Monday by Edmonton keeps Arbuckle in Edmonton through the 2022 season. This sports update for dubnetwork.ca, your number one source for Western Hockey League breaking news and analysis. And for Ben Cahoon's G2G Protein Bars. Now with eight amazing flavors, including my favorite, the Almond Coconut, RP Show viewers get 20% off with the promo code RP Show. Order yours now at g2gbars.ca. We will formally honor International Goalies Day when we come back with Mike McKenna, former NHL netminder from St. Louis, Missouri. Right after this, you're watching the RP Show on the Game Plus television network across all 10 provinces and 31 states. Also live streaming on YouTube and Facebook and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Oh yeah, he's back. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show. Welcome back to the RP Show, everybody. It is uh, Monday, episode number 603 of Canada's Daytime Sports Talk Show. Couple segments left here, and I continue to take your nominations for your favorite goaltender on this International Goalie Day. And as I said, mine's my dad. 26 seasons in the National Hockey League with Minnesota and Dallas, but he, uh, as a player, was a senior hockey star. And I appreciate... Mike McKenna joining us today to talk about International Goalie Day and some NHL analysis, St. Louis, Missouri product. And uh, I recognize this smiling face because the Vegas Golden Knights are my favorite team in the National Hockey League. And our boy Cam lined it up. How you doing, Mike? I'm doing pretty well. About your, I mean, it's, it's the day after Halloween. So, you know, mixed bag, right? Like kind of wild times if you have kids. I've got a five and eight-year-old, so we were out and hanging out. And, of course, the neighborhood has a chilly cook-off. And so I think I'm just kind of settling back ah, down good for you. Halloween and a surprise call up to practice with the Blues yesterday I didn't expect so I'm a little bit sore how about yourself how did that practice go by the way shockingly well I hadn't really played in about a year and a half the last time I skated with NHL caliber players was in Vegas uh, as you mentioned I'd been working for the Golden Knights the previous two years now with daily faceoff uh, but when I was out there as a broadcaster when Marc-Andre Fleury needed a day off, I got the phone call. And I mean, I was right out of the league. I'd played in the NHL the previous season. Uh, so, you know, I, I gave him a pretty good target. And then when COVID protocols hit, that went away. So um, I just missed it. You know, I, I love stopping pucks. It's still my passion. I just don't want to do it in any other setting than a competitive one with really good hockey players mm-hmm. with something on the line. I don't want to play beer league. I don't want to get backdoored by some high school hero. I just want to be able to go out and enjoy the position. It's not fun when you're playing with those guys. Trust me. <laughs> I totally yep. get it because I'm in the goaltenders union like yourself, Mike. And, and that's, I guess that should have been my first question. What is, who is your favorite all-time NHL goalie? Is it a blue? As a kid, it definitely was. Uh, and it kind of went with the lineage of goaltenders that they had because you know how it works when you're a young goaltender. Whoever's in the net the first time, you gravitate towards them. It was Greg Millen from the St. Louis Blues. Spent three years there, eighty, you know, eighty-three to eighty-six, maybe something like that. But as a young three-year-old, and that's who I got to watch. He was my guy, you know. And then as I got older, it's you know, you can go down the list: Hextall, Joseph, your uh, Marty Brodeur, Colesick, like all of those guys were were heroes to me. I didn't ever really have one particular goalie that was my guy. But the only replica jersey I ever had 
was a Pat Jablonski Tampa Bay Lightning jersey. Oddly enough, Jablonski started in St. Louis. He caught with his right hand. Tampa Bay was the new expansion team, and I had to have the jersey. So maybe we could go with Pat Jablonski as being an all-time hero to myself. Well, that was a first today. Um, but let me just say the first NHL game I ever saw was Greg Millen versus Andy Moog in Edmonton. And uh, oh. I wore number 32 on our college team in honor of Kelly Rudy. So I'm like you, all over the place. Uh, but Ken Dryden was the first. You got me going mm-hmm. on this Blues thing, though. I did not see them getting off to the hot start that they did. Maybe I should have, but Petrangelo's been gone now for two years. Jaden Schwartz is gone. Bennington's still there. Are they going to be left standing in the end, do you think? What, how do you feel about the St. Louis Blues? I was in the same boat as you. I didn't know what the Blues truly had because I felt the last couple seasons after they won the Stanley Cup that they'd been, they just hadn't been consistent. You never knew what you were going to get from the Blues. You know, the first year seemed like the hangover afterwards, and they they didn't even want to be in the bubble, it felt like. Get out of there. And then last year, just up and down, it seemed like the Blues were struggling to find an identity again. And part of that, you mentioned Alex Petrangelo left being the longtime captain of the team. But really, you had players growing into different roles that I wasn't sure where they were going to fit. You know, Justin Falk didn't have a great first year with the Blues when he came over. Well, last season, he started to pick it up. He gets back to his normal self. Tori Krug. Again, it takes a little while to find your footing. Those two defensemen, by the end of the year, started to play better with St. Louis, and they've carried it into the season. But I think in general, across the board, the Blues have done a very good job of developing from within. Jordan Cairo, Robert Thomas, other young players that are now playing elevated roles with the team, and it's sped them up. The Blues are faster. They're not as plodding as they were previous. They're still a heavy team. But I think they've got more of a sense of urgency back in them now. They know that they've got a team that can tend, and, and I think they're just having fun. When you see the product on the ice, there's a lot of smiles. David Perron's still playing at the highest level of his career. He seems to get better with time. Uh, so there's there's a lot to like in St. Louis. I don't know if they're a true cup contender, but, man, I think they're definitely going to be there come playoff time and could surprise people. Well, clearly they still have the experience. Still a lot of guys there that won a cup. Uh, by the way, Ryan McCarthy is watching in Saratoga, New York. He says, I remember Mike McKenna had a cup of coffee in Albany for the AHL Devils affiliate. And if you go to Mike McKenna's hockey DB, the big board, as I like to call it, <laughs> you've been everywhere, You're be Mike. there a while. <laughs> <laughs> How about that? Yeah, you got to tell me about your 25 games with the Las Vegas Wranglers in 06, 07. Was that a blur or were you there long enough to just settle and get a look around? What was it like being a pro hockey player oh, yeah. in uh, Vegas? Well, I was going to ask if you wanted to see the suitcase tattoo on my leg. Uh, you know, Saratoga, though, that's as soon as I heard Saratoga, it was like near and dear to my heart. My wife is from Queensbury, New York, 15 minutes away. So Saratoga, yeah, I was, I was in Albany for a season um, and, and I travel frequently through Saratoga and, and upstate New York and right at the Adirondacks. But yeah, Vegas, I played two seasons in Las Vegas for the Las Vegas Wranglers, uh, right out of college, 2005, six and six, seven. And man, it was amazing. Okay. Like I don't gamble. I'm not like a club guy. I'm not a big partier, but we always had something to do. You know, if there's a show on the strip, we probably had tickets at some point, right? Cirque du Soleil was a, was a sponsor of our team. You want tickets? Sure. Put your request in. Here's six tickets, eight rows up. And this is guys that are making 450, 500 bucks a week, you know, just big dogging it around Vegas. So uh, it was really cool. But the biggest thing was that we had a good team. Glenn Gullitson was our head coach. He was phenomenal. 
I mean, especially at that level, he carried us uh, from a structural, from a technical standpoint. Like we had a system in place that we played to. We had a lot of talent along really well. I still look back at those two years as arguably the most fun I ever had just because there wasn't any pressure either. It was the ECHL. I wasn't on an NHL contract. I was just playing to see where hockey could get me to. I had no idea where it would lead to. And then lo and behold, I end up being the you know, NHL record holder for jerseys worn alongside Sean Burke and Ron Tugnut, except those guys played about, uh, I don't know, 1,500 combined games to my three dozen. But <laughs> that's what my career was. You made the most of it for sure. And the thing, Glenn Gullitson, the pride of Hudson Bay Sask, Hudson Bay rules. He told me uh, yeah. that in Vegas every night, Saturday night, and you need to build your team around guys that aren't going to take advantage of that. And probably it was explain. very, very true. Yeah, yep. it probably explains why uh, you were there. Well, Mike, I appreciate you coming on and honoring International Goalie Day with me. I really appreciate it. Hopefully we can do it again. Chat some NHL here throughout the winter. I would love to do so. We all have Jacques Ploc to thank. Wearing the mask continuously, 1959, I think. So thank you, Jacques. You made us all the safer. The first one, absolutely. All right. Thank you, Mike. Mike McKenna joining us from uh, the Show Me State, St. Louis, Missouri. When we come back over time, got some really cool comments to get to from our viewers, some new viewers. And uh, Moose will be back with us too. You're watching the RP Show on the Game Plus TV network, YouTube, and Facebook Live, and 24 hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You got something to say? You want to add to the show? What are you waiting for? Don't just sit there. Say something. Now, back to the studio with Rod. Okay, we are back here in uh, overtime. It's brought to you by the Four Seasons Sports Palace, your home for the UFC and the Seattle Kraken Fan Club. Uh, Text, this came in at the start of the Mike McCullough interview, which... By the way, Dar, watching on YouTube, says that was an excellent interview with Mike. I would agree. I'll be honest, I didn't remember his name. 35 games in the NHL, but when I called up his hockey DB and I saw his face, I'm like, oh yeah, that's the Golden Knights panelist guy. One of the many that's been through on the revolving door of the broadcast side there, the Vegas Golden Knights. From the 825 area code, can you guys look up where 825 is? It's this anonymous texture says, so did you just know Florida was going to be a good hockey team before the season? That's why you went down there and covered the team? LOL. That's awesome. Clark says it's an Alberta area. That is it. I've been wanting to go to Florida since prior to the pandemic. And basically the second I was able to go, we, he got the equipment together, right? Mm-hmm. He, Darren basically said, pick a place and go. And so I called the Panthers. I called the Dolphins. Said, I've got this show in Canada. I'm coming to South Florida for a while. What can we do? And Bob's your uncle. Bob's and your uncle. Again, I'm not going to go into too deeply what the conversations were with the Panthers, other than to say they've accredited me for the entire season. I'm excited to go back. And Clark just told me this morning he was talking with them and they're going to be putting their players on right away. And uh, executive. 
Tacona Powley in Winnipeg writes in says, Rod, uh, disappointed as a member of the goalie union, 30 years in, still no mention of my Dan Bouchard and Smokey McLeod. I've mentioned it. Don't ask me to talk about it because I don't have much stories of those two guys. And I guarantee you don't. I do not. And Jeff, the Stamps fan, says, Denny Lemieux was a pretty good goalie. Danny Lemieux continue on sa saison. I had to go watch Slapshot again. It's been I far know. too long. I know. And many votes here for Terry Sobchuk. Terry, so- sorry, Tor- Terry Sawchuk. Because the guy wrote in earlier about Dennis Sobchuk. Right. Chris in King City, Ontario says, probably one of the funniest goalies has to be Roberto Luongo. His tweets are hilarious. It was interesting. I was sitting in the press box in uh, FLA Live Arena, home of the Panthers. I'm looking around. They got two retired names and numbers there. One's Bobby Lou, and you will never, ever, ever get the second one. I, I feel dirty asking you if you have any idea. How would, how would you know? We're talking re- Panthers retired? Yeah. They wouldn't have retired Pavel Bure. Nope. Or Valerie Bure. No. Who both played there. Um, Dino Cicerelli played a time there, didn't he? At the end of his career? I, I don't think so. But my, well, let me go to my the first guess would have, My first guess, I mean, Luongo, sure. There was two others that were part of the run. Ed Jovanovsky and Scott Mellenby that come to mind. I'm, um, I'm doing you dirty here. It's not even a player. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Sorry. Is it Doug McLean? Sorry. Is it Doug McLean? No, it's the first owner, Wayne Heisinger. Okay. The blockbuster guy. All right. Scott How Melody. the hell did you know Dino Censorelli played for the Florida Panthers? I know my Panthers uh, info, man. Do my homework. Wow. Yeah. 97 to 99. Mellonby was Can the Can we captain. get him on the list? Dino Cicerelli? 1,232 NHL games, 1,200 points. How about that? Not in the Hall of Fame? No. Uh, Mick Merkley watching says, how about Chico? How about Chico? We got to DM him. I don't know how active he is on Twitter. I thought I had Chico's number. Mick, you got his number. Why don't you send it to me on Facebook and we'll give Chico a ring. Uh, Gino, the voice of the Oilers, watching out in Alberta. He says, John Van Beesbrook. I hope you guys are writing them all down. Let's get Beezer on. I thought Beezer would have been a banner up in the top, too. Oh, Gino's asking if Beezer is the... No. Yeah. It's Roberto Luongo and Wayne Huizinga, and that's it. Very exclusive club. Uh, Or very little success. Well, it's trying to be polite. Uh, what else you got, Moose? What's kicking in the next 20 hours for us? Oh, boy. Uh, we're going to continue to get people into the Build Your Bankroll Challenge, so it's worth another mention to go to our um, links on social here in the comments section. I hope it's pinned. If not, um, you have to use the appropriate link, and I think that link is there at betregal.net too, but sign up. Join us for the Build Your Bankroll Challenge. It's free to enter, free to play, and you can win two tickets to the Great Cup. So sign up, and uh, you can win. Uh, mm -hmm. Start betting tonight on Monday Night Football, Chiefs and Giants, which, by the way, do you want to throw out a bet for that? Yeah, I think 
you know what? The Chiefs are better than we're giving them credit for. We all think they're done. We all want Goliath to take a step backwards. But the Chiefs are still a good football team. Their defense has not gotten good overnight, though. It's still bad. Their offense is still elite. And I think that the Chiefs will win. But this is kind of maybe one of those games. The Giants might surprise us. Chiefs favored by 10 and a half. Yeah. Deal or no deal? No deal. Because the Chiefs are good and not great. Good teams win. Great teams cover. I don't know if the Chiefs can cover that. I don't have confidence that they will. They might, but I don't have confidence that much. I appreciate everybody uh, for playing along today uh, on the program as we celebrated International Goalie Day. Uh, Tacona Pauly in Winnipeg uh, writing in and says, uh, Rod, who invented the goal, the curved goalie stick? I honestly don't know. Doug Sauter will tell you, the former coach of the Wee Kings, Pats, and Oklahoma City Blazers, that he invented the curved goalie stick because it was easier to pick the pucks out of the net with it. Mm -hmm. Think about that for a second. I honestly don't know. I had to Google this. Do you know who gets credit for inventing the curved stick? It was the Chicago Blackhawk, and I thought it was Bobby Hall, but it wasn't Bobby Hall. Stan Makita. Really? Mm -hmm. Bobby just had the biggest curve. Yes. We're, get, we're squeezing in the last. Reggie Lemelin. Roberto Luongo. Martin Brother. From my cousin Christine, she says, fun day. It has been fun. We'll see you tomorrow at uh, noon Eastern right here on Game Plus, Facebook, and YouTube. Who has more fun than us? <laughs> For more Rod Peterson on demand, visit rodpeterson.com. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.